0: non-vegan, war, oh no sweat, they only just make our world more and more dangerous to live in. So even the moon runs away. The earth stops spinning. The sun is broken almost into pieces with some giant holes, one ripped in its middle, 20 times bigger than our planet. What's the problem? Oh, it just might fall to earth. Why? The answer might come too late for you, eh? And or for all of us.
1: Et Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com/schedule. Nos programmes offrent plusieurs langues. Veuillez visiter suprememastertv.com/schedule. Nuestros programas ofrecen varios idiomas. Visiten suprememastertv.com/schedule. Nuestros программы пропонуються на idiomas. мовах. Будь ласка, завітайте suprememastertv.com/schedule.
0: The beginning was fun because I was so young and naive. <laughs> First time monk. <laughs> Fear nothing, know nothing. <laughs> and then I'm still alive. God protects the innocents, huh? Yeah, I was quite naive. Can you imagine? Really, it's like the Buddha's time. And in the twentieth century end. People build skyscrapers go to the moon and all that, and we're hanging around in tents and (laughs) shaving heads and living in the jungle and roasting potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe it? And think it's the best life that we had. And I still do.
1: Please keep watching to find out more. No to vegan. Congratulations. Many punishments in hell are ready for you. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org or
0: contact any of our centres near you.
1: Today's episode will be presented in English and Portuguese with subtitles in Arabic, Alawis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, Czech, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Romanian. Russian, Spanish, Telugu, Thai, and Ukrainian, or Ukrainian. Alegres saudações, espectadores de Bom Coração. Estamos felizes em ter vocês conosco hoje em nosso programa. Eu sou Guilherme, cidadão brasileiro. As pessoas espontâneas do Brasil aplaudem seu esforço para melhorar a si mesmo, sendo consciente e corrigindo seus pensamentos palavras e ações. Que os céus ajude nesta nobre empreitada. Brasil é o maior país da América Latina, cobrindo quase metade do continente sul-americano e fazendo fronteira com quase todos os seus países. O litoral desta magnífica nação se estende por cerca de 7.500 quilômetros ao longo do Oceano Atlântico e abriga uma das maiores florestas contínuas de mangue do mundo. Com belezas naturais que incluem a renomada região amazônica, Brasil possui mais de 65 parques nacionais que preservam ecossistemas e protegem os lares do reino pessoa-animal. Dentro dessas áreas reservadas estão inúmeras maravilhas naturais, como as Cataratas do Iguaçu, uma das cachoeiras mais espetaculares do planeta. O povo brasileiro é imensamente diverso com mais de 300 grupos indígenas que falam mais de 150 idiomas. A diversidade cultural do país é ainda mais enriquecida pela linhagem de muitos cidadãos descendentes de japoneses, libaneses, alemães e outros. Refletindo este distinto legado, também estão mais de 20 locais designados como Patrimônio Mundial da Unesco. Eles variam de centros históricos, como o de Olinda do século XVI, a maravilhas naturais como o Complexo de Conservação da Amazônia Central. o Museu Imperial do Brasil, um dos mais visitados do país e a Real Gabinete Português de Leitura. Também são representações marcantes da cultura do país. Foi um prazer apresentar o Festivo Brasil a vocês, espectadores musicais. Que todos possamos perceber a bela centelha divina nos outros e valorizar a gloriosa diversidade do mundo. Por décadas, Suprema Mestra Xinhai, vegana, tem iluminado o nosso mundo com seus ensinamentos divinos, Uma mestra totalmente iluminada, ela transmite o método Kuan Yin de meditação para aqueles que desejam descobrir imediatamente a natureza de Deus interior, para alcançar, em uma só vida, a eterna liberação do ciclo de transmigração. O método Kuan Yin foi praticado por todos os mestres iluminados, como o adorado honrado pelo mundo Shakyamuni Buda, vegano, o adorado filho de Deus Jesus Cristo, Vegetariano, o venerado mestre e filósofo Confúcio, vegetariano, o venerado Lord Krishna, vegetariano, o venerado mestre e filósofo Lao Tzu, vegano, o venerado Lord Mahavira, vegano, o amado profeta Maomé, vegetariano, paz esteja com ele, Sri Guru Nanak Devji, vegetariano, e muito mais. Suprema Mestra Xinhai, vegana, enfatiza que se sempre lembrarmos de Deus, prestarmos serviço altruísta aos outros e seguirmos as leis do universo, chegaremos ao nosso mais alto potencial como humanos e realmente entenderemos nosso propósito na Terra. Um exemplo vivo extraordinário de compaixão, ela amorosamente e regularmente envia ajuda material e financeira, aos refugiados, sem teto, vítimas de desastres naturais e outros que precisam de ajuda. Suprema Mestra Shinrai Vegana, respeitosamente agradece a todos os indivíduos, organizações, líderes e governos, por todo o seu apoio genuíno, amoroso e e contínuo. Que o Paraíso os abençoe sempre mais. Nós, membros da Associação Internacional Suprema Mestra Xinhai, somos também sinceramente gratos pela sua bondade expressiva, desejando-lhes o melhor. Suprema Mestra Xinhai, vegana, recebe amor e reconhecimento de várias organizações, mídia, governos, indivíduos e muitos prêmios tais como o Prêmio de Paz Guzi 2006, considerado o Prêmio Nobel da Paz do Oriente, o Prêmio de Liderança Espiritual Mundial em 1994, o Prêmio Mahavir em 2008, 22 de fevereiro e 25 de outubro, ambos proclamados como o Dia da Suprema Mestra Xinhai, uma cidadã honorária dos Estados Unidos, etc e foi honrada por todos os anos com vários outros prêmios e elogios pelas suas excelentes ações filantrópicas e humanitárias. etc. Pedimos desculpas por não sermos capazes de mostrar muitos outros prêmios e honras pela falta de espaço e tempo. Suprema Mestra Xinhai, vegana, respeitosamente agradece a todos os indivíduos, organizações, líderes e governos por todo o seu apoio genuíno, amoroso e contínuo. Que o Paraíso os abençoe sempre mais. Nós, membros da Associação Internacional Suprema Mestra Xinhai, somos também sinceramente gratos pela sua bondade expressiva, desejando-lhes o melhor. Uma voz verdadeira para nossos belos amigos animais, Suprema Mestra Xinhai, vegana, promove a pacífica, amorosa dieta à base de planta e visualiza com o despertar da humanidade à sacralidade de toda a vida, um tranquilo e glorioso mundo inteiramente vegano, onde pessoas de ambos reinos, animais e humanos, vivem em harmonia respeitosa. Suas iniciativas incluem distribuição de panfletos Vida Alternativa, os restaurantes veganos internacionais Loving Hut, companhias de alimentos veganos, produtos de pele vegano, Supreme Master Television, bem como escrever e falar com líderes influentes do governo e dos meios de comunicação, participando de conferências televisionadas sobre mudança climática, etc. Quer estejamos cientes disso ou não, seus esforços têm causado uma enorme influência na consciência global do estilo de vida amigável ao povo animal e como esta benevolente maneira pode trazer paz duradoura entre nações, enquanto salva nosso planeta da mudança climática e desastres. Suprema Mestra Xinhai, vegana, tem viajado por todo o mundo e realizado discursos com o público e com seus discípulos sobre uma variedade de temas espirituais. Hoje somos abençoados em apresentar um encontro esclarecedor intitulado Mestra relembra, parte 2 de 4, em entre mestra e discípulos, dada em inglês em 8 de janeiro de 2006 em Shurey, Reino Unido. Peace for Ukraine
0: or you reign Oh my God, I think that was the best time I have had. up to now, compared to all the big buildings, big meditation halls, roomy uh, house, some big house, whatever, you know, I never feel as good. I have to tell you the truth. At that time, all we needed was just one or two meals a day, and it's not elaborate or anything. Sometimes we don't have utensils. We just use a slab stone, a slate stone, you know, the flat one. Yeah, they are bound on the river, and some are not that flat, but you can chop it, you can break it and make it flat a little bit, and more or less flat, doesn't matter, who cares, you know. <laughs> and put oil on it, and zip, 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 and then, okay, eat it. Or just uh, barbecue, or cook something, use small utensils, and cook one or two parts, everybody eats together. Afterward, we have dessert even. You know, Because while you're cooking all the stuff, rice and vegetables and all that, you can put the um, sweet potatoes inside of the hot coals and hot ashes. After you finish cooking, eat it, your meal and everything, you take it out and it's just ripe. <laughs> it's just ripe. And eat it like dessert. And at that time I even make wine. Remember the vegan wine? I don't know if you know about it. I don't think. You are another generation." And I make wine now of those juices and herbs and stuff, and it tastes so beautiful. And uh, that's how we live our life in the beginning of my mission. <laughs> and now, I don't know, I lost the visa for Taiwan. Not lost, but uh, at that time I could stay permanently. Every year I had to renew. But One time I went out, and then I couldn't go back in time yeah and at that time, some of the people didn't like it that some people follow me, their family and they work in high office, so it was difficult for me to renew my visa again, because some of their family members follow me as a nun and monk, although they're already very big and adults, they don't like it. So uh, here I am <laughs> at that time, I couldn't get a visa to come back. I could go back, but just stay two weeks or something i have to apply for visa, and then I'll stay a month. Oh, I just couldn't bother anymore. That was many years after, and oh, somehow. The beginning was fun because I was so young and naive. <laughs> First-time monk. <laughs> Fear nothing, know nothing. <laughs> and then I'm still alive. God protects the innocents, huh? Yeah, I was quite naive. Can you imagine? Really, it's like the Buddha's time. And in the 20th century's end, people build skyscrapers, go to the moon and all that, and we're hanging around in tents, and (laughs) shaving heads and living in the jungle, and roasting potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe it? And think it's the best life that we had. And I still do. Yeah. Of course, many people like that kind of lifestyle, and they follow me. You know, I don't know how I even fit the whole bunch of them. I didn't have any money. <laughs> how did I ever do that? I can't forget. I did something like we planted some vegetables and bean sprout, which is easy. I lazy style, I put it in the bath I clean the bathtub, <laughs> lay it underneath with some cloth, yeah, cheesecloth or something, whatever, a mosquito net that we had, and then put beans on it. And then another layer, another layer, and the whole bathtub was full of beans. Then I just took it one by one and sold them. <laughs> the whole bathtub was full of beans, and it became bean sprouts. Every day I watered from the tap, <laughs> easy, And then after a week or something, I can't remember, It it grows one someday, and then I sell one by one. (laughs) The top layer is bigger, sell it first, and then it's so thick and big, and uh, sell them. And then that's it. Some of them have a little money with them, so they fit themselves. Some don't have anything. (laughs) And we used to have a small tin, a small uh, metal can. Whatever money we had, we put all in there. Anybody who needed what took out what and used what. Well, it was very simple. We knew we didn't have much, so don't take much, you know? <laughs> I can not believe that. We survived, Jesus. And even survived that river, because summer is sometimes monsoon season. It can be rainy, you know? And we came there a long time, and nothing happened. My God, the rain god must have felt very sorry. <laughs> he holds his tears. <laughs> Or maybe he went somewhere else to cry quietly, so he had no more tears left (laughs) for Taiwan, (laughs) so embarrassed to cry in the public. (laughs) So he hid himself and cried somewhere. When he came back to Taiwan, no more water left. So during all that time, we had no problem. The water helped us, you know, and the wood in the forest, so free. Just freedom. I don't know anymore this kind of freedom. At that time... Even though I heard that some religious organizations don't like us because we knew and don't know what we're doing, you know, why? <laughs> immediate enlightenment, what? How? They have been practicing all their lives until they have been sitting there at the bottom almost for hours and don't know what enlightenment is. And me, it's just a small young girl from nowhere, and say, it's Immediate enlightenment now. <laughs> oh, they can't bear it, you know. And um, sometimes, they created some problems, you know, but I was invincible, I told you. I didn't know what problem means, you know. I couldn't believe anything like that. You know, whatever they told me is okay. I don't care. <laughs> I can't believe it. I was so convinced you in my own goodness. You understand me? I could not believe that anybody doesn't understand that I'm good. <laughs> That's it. So self confident. But the world has been showing me differently. <laughs> After 20 years, you know a little different. <laughs> yeah. My God, that was a good time. I was so naive, you know, I wouldn't know what's the difference, yeah? Between a cobra and a duck, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, because I used to live in the mountains, and I've seen snakes everywhere. In India, there no. are snakes everywhere. And uh, centipede and scorpion—they sleep together with me, you know, in the bed. When you get up, sometimes you see them crawling around or under your your pillow. I'm not kidding; it happened to me. And uh, it's not that I don't know that they're poisonous because they bit my neighbor, and she was all swollen. Had to go emergency quickly. And I know they are <laughs> poisonous, but what can I do? That's all I have. <laughs> they are the only friends. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be more lonely if they're not there. <laughs> yeah, And sometimes, I can't believe it now, and when I look back, I was really invincible and almost stupid, you know. Who would do that? I was <laughs> so young and it's a woman alone, walk around in the forest at night. No flashlight, can't afford it. <laughs> and I even see the road. It's not like outside the road here, you know, you can feel the way. Because sometimes I go to some temple or see uh, the teacher or master or some yogi, yoga, whatever, and I forgot the time. And when I came back, it's so late, and I still got home. Believe it or not, there's no moonlight or nothing. How did I get home? <laughs> now I can't even remember how I did it, but I did. And it's really puzzling to me now, you know, but I did all that stupid stuff. Sleeping on on the mud ground and I had only one sleeping back and Two pyjama like clothes, like the <laughs> Punjab clothes, you know, just a tunic, really thin cotton, cheap cotton and the trousers. That's that. And survive all this. And how did I do that? I mean I was just a woman. How did I even do that? I forgot. <laughs> I must have been well organized. <laughs> but I never feel more free than at that time. The time that we camped on the river bank. Yeah. But it was a better climate than here, you know? Taiwan, in the south. Well, sometimes it could be very cold, but I don't know. We were okay then. <laughs> huh? Less rain? I guess less rain, but we had tents, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> and when four people, the heat is high, so if it, if even if you wet, you dry in no time. <laughs> Magic, you know, yeah. And we go wander from one place to another sometimes. It was really a wandering life. Yeah, I couldn't stay in somewhere too long, you know, sometimes. For some different reasons, some people asked us to go somewhere else, and we didn't want to bother them. Later on, I was more known, and people asked me to go in their houses sometimes. But I had a lot of people with me, 20, 40, 30, well, how to go in there didn't want to bother, and we already kept the principle that we don't bother people, so we just stay outside camp. And then (laughs) went to lecture at night, you know. (laughs) Even the first couple of times I lectured, it was in a big hall and a lot of people camping. And everybody already liked it. And they said, oh, master this, master that. (laughs) And they thought, I have a temple like everybody else (laughs) (laughs) in Taiwan, you know. If you go talking like that, you must have a temple." And many disciples following already. They didn't know I live in a tent on the river bank <laughs> and roasted my potatoes at midnight <laughs> on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't feel anything different. I didn't feel oh, I should have a temple or anything. I didn't feel anything, just feel cool, just normal. Just like you feel like you have a home or a job, that's it. <laughs> And some people follow us secretly and fell, "Oh, so strange! How come this master doesn't have any temple, and then sleeps here in a tent and roasts potatoes, <laughs> yeah, because that day we didn't have any food, we didn't have any fresh food or protein or nothing. We were not having donations, even at that time already, so whatever we had, we spent eh? no more, yeah. And then we we'll buy potatoes, uh, oranges, and we roast everything, anything sugar cane, oranges, apples, <laughs> potatoes, sweet and not sweet. I was really a free life. My God, could I ever live like that again? Would I like that again? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I've grown out of it, huh? I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. At that time, solitude was all I wanted. Mostly whenever I, even after we had the land already, and we all, each one had their own tent. That was, wow, luxury life. <laughs> and elevated ground, you know. <laughs> Bamboo bind together and put the tent on top, you know. It's not like flat on the riverbank like before. And we're in a mountain. So it's not flat, so we have to make it like you make a platform, Yeah? Because the mountain is not flat, and then we both have elevation, and now they're even better. Each one has a cave, you know. You know the caves in Mali, or not? No. None of you know. Oh, you've seen them? Have you been in there once? Uh, I've just seen them from the outside. You couldn't get in. They didn't let you. Um, I think I stood in the doorway, and that was. Uh, You didn't want to, okay? It's not necessary, of course. yeah, each one makes a cave of their own liking, with water, washing, basin <laughs> and uh, and the ventilator upstairs. <laughs> I have one also. Mm-hmm. It's kind of humid to live in a cave in Taiwan, a little bit, but now they have a dehumidification machine, the cave with aircon and <laughs> dehumidifier, you know. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> Sometimes. And Hita and all that. Mm, even then, at that time, after we had that mountain, we didn't make caves yet. And I always longed to go into the wilderness alone. So sometimes I take a whole bunch of them. Sometimes I just go alone with one or two people. Yeah. And I told you before, I used to go in that cave. Yeah. Until the tree fell on top of it. I mean, in front of it and blocked the whole cave. You still can go in, but you have to crawl under branches, you know. <laughs> so I thought, okay, if you don't want me to go in there, then that's it, that's the end. And that's really, I don't ever go back there again. I don't ever go back to Taiwan again, <laughs> ever since. Something happened here and then, and then I just kind of cut off. Mm. But I remember that's the freest time and the most. happiest time. My God, I was really happy so carefree, you know. didn't feel any burden or trouble, not at all. We live like three, four hundred, or at least two hundred-something people, but feel felt like one. didn't feel any friction between us, no tension, nothing. Some are cooking, and some hang around waiting. <laughs> some are sitting there, mouth-watering, and <laughs> each one does their own job. <laughs> some do some knitting. Some do cleaning tents or do whatever. Some just go and hang on the rock, sit there, and some go in the bush. You know? <laughs> some hang in the hammock, you know, depends. Uh, it was just a uh, really happy time. So even then, afterward, we had land, we had, you know, more stable tents, you know, more stable land, more stable cave, more stable house, even. I never so feel as happy.
1: Russia, leave Ukraine or Ukraine now. Peace be with you, too. A living being has been victimized by your choice. In the case of meat, a living being has lost their life. It can never be a personal choice when there's a victim involved. Celine Nelson, Vegan. Amanhã entre mestra e discípulos.
0: I was in Japan once and I came in about five degrees or two degrees at night or maybe less, you know. All around it was just snow and inside my tent the ice form, the kind of snow flower ice all over inside the tent. Beautiful. (laughs) I didn't have a sleeping bag. I just used a normal Japanese blanket, you know, the cover espectadores
1: queridos agradecemos a sua companhia no episódio de hoje intitulado mestra relembra Parte 2 de 4, em Entre Mestra e Discípulos. A seguir, a glória de Deus, da primeira epístola aos Coríntios por São Paulo, vegetariano, na Bíblia Sagrada. Parte 1 de 2, em Entre Palavras de Sabedoria, logo após notícias de destaque. Fique ligado na Supreme Master Television para mais programação positiva. Que Deus os abençoe com as mais maravilhosas experiências de ascensão. Beloved viewers, we thank you for your company for today's episode entitled Master Ramanices, part 2 of 4, on Between Master and Disciples. Coming up next is The Glory of God from the first epistle to the Corinthians by St. Paul. Vegetarian, in the Holy Bible, part one of two, on Words of Wisdom, right after Not Worth News. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more positive programming. May God bless you with the most wondrous ascensing experiences. Be vegan, make peace, do good deeds, hell not reach.